If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, like, and share so we can find others like yourself. For anyone listening, this episode is visually intensive, so visit bitcoinbasics.help for all our video platforms. We use TradingView, which is free to set up an account for all our charts. So check out our Bitcoin recommended products and services while you're at bitcoinbasics.help. Welcome to Bitcoin Basics with your hosts, Faris and Gordon. Visit bitcoinbasics.help if you need help buying and securing your Bitcoin. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Bitcoin Basics podcast. It is the last day of August 2021. So we're going to look at monthly charts today. I know technically the month hasn't closed, um, but we are just 12 hours away from that happening. So let's have a look at Bitcoin first. And the reason we're doing monthly charts is because it's good to just narrow, sorry, yeah, narrow out your time horizon, gives you a much better perspective of what you're looking at. So first we're going to look at a log chart. So a logarithmic chart actually looks at a chart as far as the change in the percentage points and not the change in the price. So with an asset class like Bitcoin, where it is still quite volatile, um, we recently saw no more than 50% drop, it just weeds things out. A logarithmic chart really just applies to a new technology. Um, it's something that, for example, you would use with adoption rate. So that's why we're looking at a logarithmic chart for Bitcoin, because it's still very, very young as far as an asset class goes. So on a logarithmic chart, we can see that we have basically entered a new bull market once we broke out of this baseline at above $4,000. Um, sorry, $10,000. We hit the low around three, and then we broke out of 10 and then 12. So we're still early in this bull run. I mean, these bull runs can last a couple of years, and then they can correct the 2018 um correction was the longest we had um, in Bitcoin history. So now we are looking at um, yeah a nice healthy bull, um, bull run. The correction a couple months ago was a long overdue one. So now we are looking at a, a regular analog chart. So we're just looking at the price and each candle here represents one month. And we can see that we did top out there at just below 65,000. We then had a 55% correction down to 36,000. So if you look down here, the RSI, um, relative strength index, that just tells you just how heated we got. So the RSI for me is not an entry signal. When it gets really, really low, it can stay very, very low. And it's I'm not going to you know trade something when it's very low because of the RSI. It is more of an exit signal. So when you see it getting really high on the longer term basis, like the weekly basis, um, or even here, the monthly basis, you can see, okay, we're just over-enthusiastic at the moment. Um, and this actually coincided with people on Twitter putting laser eyes, we're going to 100K. And that's great. I still believe Bitcoin's going to reach 100K. Um, but when you get excited, that's when um, you get carried away, FOMO kicks in. Because at the end of the day, all markets are run by people. You need a buyer and a seller, and it is their emotions that are driving them. So again, just a reminder, guys, we always recommend um, dollar cost averaging. Just buy and hold your Bitcoin for the long term. So looking at the short term charts, um, 
we did have an entry point at 35k um, about four weeks ago that is paying off pretty well you'd have your stop loss there now so worst case scenario you are break even on that trade um, we did recommend taking some profits as we get near those all-time highs our entry point on that chart was a bollinger band a double bollinger band and so because that was our entry point that should also be our exit point you don't want to change how you're doing things halfway through a trade so our exit point um, where we take half profit now is sitting at just above 57,000 um, so what we'd want to do is as we get to that 57,000 close to that we'd be look at that's where we want to take our exit now that is a moving target because these Bollinger Bands are getting closer and closer together so right now we are looking at a weekly chart our entry was here so when this candle broke above this Bollinger Band here and we've gone up since we've gone straight up the RSI is not too high at the moment um, it's nothing to be worried about this little correction we had last not a correction last week but a pause last week is actually quite healthy so this week um, if we break above this Bollinger Band here um, then we'd expect to keep going and yeah we'd want to take some profits as we get closer to this one so the Bollinger Band was our entry the Bollinger Band should be where we take half a profit did you know we provide a help desk at bitcoinbasics.help do you need help buying bitcoin on an exchange or transferring your satoshis to a bitcoin wallet perhaps you need assistance with setting up a desktop mobile or hardware wallet is your security hygiene up to date we provide individual one-on-one -on -one support regardless of your understanding of bitcoin size of investment or level of technical ability visit bitcoinbasics.help so that's Bitcoin looking good. Um, gold, a monthly chart for gold. Um, yeah, well, I mean, we had a huge run up in gold, 2019, 2020, huge run up in gold. We had a huge wick being here. So you can see down here, we went all the way back down to 1680, which was the low from March of this year. Uh, to me, that just looks at chasing stops. So if you had a, a hard stop at 1680, um, there are trading desks with a lot of money, a lot of equity, where they basically will see those stops visible on your platform and they will sell gold, da, 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 sell, 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 put the pressure till they take out your stop. So you may have been in a winning position, next thing you know, because you had a visible order, stop loss, to sell your gold at 1680 they chased it and then they bought 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 so for them it was just basically an opportunity to buy some cheap gold knowing you had a sell order down there um, so that's what that looked like to me chasing stops so i remember when i as a trader went from hard stops to soft stops meaning if you a hard stop is it's set in the system if the price of gold gets to a certain point you automatically sell it a soft stop where is you just have an alert even on a separate platform and you get an alert that gold is at 1680 say oh, okay i need to put in a, a order in place to close my position and by the time you log in you might find oh okay it's already gone so you still put your hard stop in place but that move to take it out has already happened because it's how fast markets move so it'll be very interesting to see what happens in the coming month. We obviously, for this next bull market in gold to continue, it needs to close above 1900. US oil to me looks like a better trade. We did prematurely have an entry for a long position a few weeks ago. 
that would have been closed out for a 1R loss. Um, this is an interesting one. We had a lower wick. Now, if we zoom out here, if we close above 76, this just looks like a beautiful inverse head and shoulders for oil. I mean, this just, yeah. We close above 76. We're going up to 100, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I... I drive an electric car. Um, I want to minimize how much gasoline, petrol I use. So for me, I'm looking at expensive oil is actually a good thing. Because if oil is cheap, there is no incentive to look for alternatives. Um, but when oil is expensive, people will want to look at alternatives. So I think expensive oil is actually a good thing. And it's not just used in cars. You go to the supermarket, you're buying plastics, all this kind of stuff. There's petroleum in almost every single product. It is very difficult to avoid. It is everywhere. It's not just in cars. So expensive oil is a good thing for the environment because it means that we are looking at alternatives. Uh, when oil is cheap, um, people that recycle plastic bags, um, they have far less business. No one's interested in recycling because the raw material is so cheap. So expensive oil is actually a good thing for the environment. And that is why I think we are, yeah, it's interesting that we are, you know, in a global economic shutdown still and oil is going up. So um, yeah, we'll see how we go. If we close above $77, I think a hundred is the next one. It's looking at silver. Um, silver, I had more faith in than gold. I thought silver was going to do a lot better than gold uh, because it is a metal that is used a lot more in manufacturing. But yeah, I'm not looking at a pattern here. It's just a bit messy on a monthly chart. Um, yeah, I'm not seeing a trade. The other one I think is interesting is uranium. So here's a monthly chart of uranium, and this is dating all the way back to 2011, and you can see how it just dropped. That was a Fukushima disaster that led to uranium being sold off. We've had a huge basing pattern in four years. Um, I mean, it went as low as seven, we're trading at around 20 now. So uranium can potentially start coming up as we use more electricity. Um, I mentioned electric cars. We've seen what COVID has done with more and more people jumping online. Um, we're going to need forms of power. Um, I'm, excuse me, I'm not an expert at uranium. I've looked into some podcasts about uranium and thorium. And look, France has been running clean uranium for several, several decades now. Um, again, we have to look at where does the, um, where do you store the filth that comes from the byproducts of uranium? But from a trading point of view, it's looking, that is a pretty healthy chart. Um, so if we close above 20, um, that isn't, I'd be putting in order to buy uranium uh, just above 20 with a stop loss at $17. So it's a $3 downside to what would be a $10 upside. So that's a pretty healthy trade. Uh, Ethereum versus Bitcoin. So I am not sure what to make of this one. Um, yeah, monthly chart. I'm seeing these three lower lows of Bitcoin, of Ethereum versus Bitcoin. There's a lot of talk on Ethereum, on Twitter about Ethereum, how it's the next big thing, how everyone's expecting it to do that. That tends to be a sign that, okay, buy the rumor, sell the facts. So, yeah, if you're a 
I wouldn't be trading Ethereum right now. If you want to hold a small position just to speculate, maybe that'd be worth it. Um, but Ethereum versus Bitcoin, I'm not seeing a trend. Ethereum versus USD is actually is looking very strongly this amazing month. Um, we are pretty getting up pretty high in the RSI. So, hmm, yeah, uh, I'm dubious about Ethereum to be honest, guys. Um, as you know, as you know, we are Bitcoin only here, so it's not something I spend too much time in. But as a trader. I think you would have you missed the boat on this one. Um, you should have gotten in here. Um, but yeah, I'd still say there's plenty of trading options in Ethereum. We just need to wait for the next one. So long story short, Bitcoin is looking healthy. Um, remember, we are in for the long term for Bitcoin. Dollar cost average removes a lot of stress. The other opportunities I like are oil if we... I'd be waiting till it clears $77. And if uranium closes tomorrow above $20, I'd be, I'd be buying uranium. Anyways, hope you enjoyed this very much, guys. Remember to hit us up if you have any questions or any markets you want us to look at. And thank you very much for your time. Thanks for watching or listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like, subscribe and share so we can spread this educational content to others like yourself. Visit bitcoinbasics.help. Disclaimer. Any content provided by CoinCompass is for educational and informational purposes only and is not investment, legal, tax, or any other professional advice. A qualified professional should be consulted before making any financial decisions. CoinCompass will at times recommend certain products, services, and technologies, but these are opinions based upon our own or podcast guests' experience and not endorsements. We take no liability for out-of-date or inaccurate information, software bugs, manufacturing errors, technology misuse, or issues involving third parties. Visit coincompass.com for more information and please contact us.